The NHL trade deadline is officially here. We take a look at some of the moves the Wild have made leading up to the deadline by talking Nick Delorier, Jack McBain, as well as more on the Marc-Andre Fleury trade pursuit for the Minnesota Wild. Plus, we take a look at some names the Wild could target today, all on Locked on Wilds. You're locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen every day. And just as a reminder, Lockdown Wild is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. On today's episode of Lockdown Wild, Wyatt Garen stops by to prime us for the trade deadline with some potential targets for the Wild. We'll also talk once and for all about whether the Wild should continue their pursuit of Marc-Andre Fleury. We'll talk Nick Delorier. We'll talk everything NHL trade deadline as we got a jam-packed day of episodes. So uh, enjoy this of, I believe, four episodes dropping today. So uh, enjoy number two for you here today. My name is Seth Topal, host of Locked on Wild, veteran Minnesota sports content producer, having covered every team in the state through their ups and their downs, now fully invested into your favorite hockey team here in the state of Minnesota. The Minnesota Wild, and joined once again by friend of the show, Wyatt Guerin, gearing up for the NHL trade deadline coming later today. Wyatt, what's happening? Exciting day. It's my favorite time of the year. Yeah, we get... Uh, this, is, this is Christmas Eve, man. This is Christmas Eve. We get... I'm excited. Just the insanity that the NHL trade deadline brings to the table. Um, we've we've already seen just a ton of moves throughout the weekend. We saw the big ones, Claude Giroux uh, being sent to the Florida Panthers. Uh, the Wilds have made uh, a couple of moves so far leading up to the deadline. We'll talk Nick Delorier as well. And we've seen a lot of steep prices paid for uh, a lot of teams, except Chuck Fletcher in the Giroux deal. And Seattle not getting a whole heck of a lot back for uh, Giordano uh, from the Toronto Maple Leafs, but you know, thus is did the art. The deal. Did you see the Hamannick deal today? I I they might have got a third round pick for Travis Hamannick. <sighs> a third round. <laughs> I have no idea what Ottawa's doing, and then Ottawa sent uh, Nick Paul to the Lightning. For uh, Matthew Joseph and uh, Ford. Oh boy. Well, I have no idea what is going on in Canada's capital. Let's let's just start I, with. I'm here for the chaos. So yeah, absolutely. Um, let's just start with some of the moves we've seen so far. Then we'll move into the wild direction uh, where we'd like to see the team go, uh, and so on. So uh, Wyatt, who are some of we're some of the winners so far uh, in leading up to the trade deadline. I mean, I got to feel like Florida is one of them because they uh, they found a way to get um, Claude Giroux without a first-round pick this year because they overpaid 
in another trade. So I would imagine Florida is, but uh, anybody else that has uh, has done well for themselves so far? Um, I'll give you an interesting one, which is Anaheim, because Anaheim's currently offloading assets, but their core with Zegris and uh, Drysdale, guys like that, they're young and they're getting really good assets for you know, aging guys on their roster right now. So I think Anaheim's because they weren't, they haven't even been that bad this year. So they, they make some, some right moves with these assets they're getting. And I, I, I like what they've done so far. Um, and then another one, I'd say Boston getting Hampus Lindholm. Yeah. Anaheim. That's a big, and then they signed him to a huge ticket immediately that he's going to look good. that now they got, um, McAvoy and Lindholm will play together, and they got Carlo locked up. So they got their top three locked up for the next half decade. Wow. That's a good blue line. That's a good blue line, even without Tuka Rask in the net anymore. That's 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 a good that's a good blue line. They're doing some things. Uh, the Central Division, speaking of, we got some break. We're, we may have trades that come in throughout the entirety of this episode as we're recording it. So I'm just, I, I got my phone right next to me just in case because I'm, yeah, we were talking right before we hopped on together about McBain a little bit, and then well, like an hour ago, we find out he's dealt for the second from originally from Vancouver, by yeah, way of Arizona. Um, the Nashville Predators making uh, a move, minor move. Uh, they uh, acquired. Uh, Jeremy Lazan from the Seattle Kraken. Uh, here's an interesting one. I'm fascinated by this because I don't really get it. The Arizona Coyotes have traded goalie Scott Wedgwood to the Dallas Stars for a fourth-round pick in 2023. I think that's just Dallas. I, I think at this point Dallas knows they're going to be you know, within Central Division third to one of the wild cards. They're yeah. just shoring up their goaltending because Ottinger's going to get the net in the playoffs. If I'm Dallas, Ottinger gets the net. Um, You'd think so. Unless he gets totally... He, unless he totally shits the bed, go to Holtby. If one of them gets hurt, you have Wedgwood, experienced guy, can step in in an emergency situation. So I think that's where they're going with that. And for a fourth round... said fourth round pick? Yeah, and it actually yeah. just getting... If the uh, if the stars get into the playoffs this year, it becomes a 2023 third round pick. Hmm. So I don't know. It's not you know there, there's a price to pay for goaltending depth, especially right now. That's kind of hard to come by in the league right now. It's uh, and Wedgwood's a guy that can he can step in if need be. So it's yep. a good guy to have as your your black ace goalie, if you will. Um. Anybody that has taken like a huge L uh, so far in the deadline, I mean, you could consider Philadelphia, but at the same time, you know, I'm trying not to be super hard on the Flyers for the return because Drew had, you know, he had the uh, the limited no movement clause, so he essentially Drew had the Drew had the organization by the balls. Yeah, he he dictated it. And I think Owen Tippett's going to be a solid middle six option in the NHL. So I think that's a good asset to get back. I just, for the life of me, can't figure out why the Flyers looked at the 2015 Minnesota Wild and said, we want to use that GM and that head coach 
Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting play for sure. Say the least. Um, I, I guess you could maybe say any the other L's. Like I can't really think. Like no one's really gotten burned too bad yet. I wouldn't say except for the fact that uh, Hamnick got a third. We even traded for Ottawa. Yeah. Yeah. Sending a third. And I will say the Lightning getting Hagel, that was a lot of assets back to Chicago for Brandon Hagel. But the Lightning might view him as a long-term uh, middle six to bottom six guy. So I can understand why they would send that many assets. But yeah, it certainly seems that way. But I can't way. think of any like major L's so far. Okay. There'll be one. Tomorrow there'll be one. There'll be sure. plenty tomorrow. Yeah. Plenty. So, yeah, it's, you know, we've we've seen a ton of moves already. We'll see some overnight tonight and into the trade deadline on Monday. Two o'clock central time, the official cutoff for the trade. So plenty going on. The Wild have made some moves already. And uh, so when we come back, we'll talk about uh, Nick Delorier. D'Lo, as his teammates are calling him. We'll also talk about uh, the decision to move Jack McBain's rights the Arizona Coyotes. More to come on our trade deadline primer here on Locked on Wild. Allow me to introduce you to a product I now use every day. I started taking Athletic Greens because I didn't have enough time in the morning for the traditional vitamin and supplement regiment. So now enter Athletic Greens in their AG1. One scoop gives you 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. Every single thing you look for. Plus, it's lifestyle-friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, AG1 is a small micro-habit with big benefits. It's the one thing you can do every single day to take care of yourself. Athletic Greens is also climate-neutral certified company, and in 2020, AG purchased carbon credits that supports projects protecting old-growth rainforests. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into cold and flu season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's all you need. No need for a million different pills or supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Continuing today's episode of Locked on Wild, once again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen every day. Thank you for pushing the YouTube channel over 600 subscribers. Love to see it as we continue to uh, climb the leaderboards. Once your first listen of the day is done, again, as I mentioned, we have just a ton of episodes coming up here today. We got the, uh, the trade deadline primer, which you're listening to right now. We've got our week outlook with uh, Alex Micheletti that uh, dropped earlier today. We got our live trade deadline reaction show coming up at 2 o'clock Central. And then we have a preview of tonight's matchup against the Vegas Golden Knights coming for you. The Fatal 4-Way with four episodes here today. Uh, Wyatt, we are continuing to 
get people ready for the trade deadline once and for all. A lot of speculation over the last couple of weeks leading up to today. Uh, the Wild did go out and get Nick Delorier, who, as uh, as I alluded to in breaking the trade down this weekend, brings some much-needed physicality. And, you know, I was a little skeptical of the price initially in looking at the trade. But having heard Delorier's excitement for being part of this Wild squad and the Wild's excitement for him being part of the group as well, I love the move, and uh, it seems like he's going to be just a menace for this team that they desperately need. So what do you think of bringing Nick Delorier into the uh, the Wild roster? I really like this move when I heard about it. Um, made the bottom six a little more crowded. You know, we're not going to see Connor Dewar as much. Maybe uh, Bukestad sits out a couple of games. Duhame sits out a couple of games, but... I really like what they did with this. They went out and got Walmart version Marcus Foligno, basically, <laughs> which is, I, I mean, hey, it, it's not and not as a slight either. Like that, like that's a really good yeah person to be in this league. Um, yeah, I, he's he's gonna he's gonna be watching Kirill's back. That's for sure. Well, and it's just it was it was so interesting to where he he came in and you know he he's a he has a nice sense of humor. He was pretty self deprecating. And people were like, "So what? What are some of the skills that you bring to this wild team?" He's like, "I don't really have a skill set. Yeah, like I'm just gonna go out and light people up." And he's, uh, his nickname's D'Lo, but you compare him to Patrick Beverly, Pat Bev. I compared him to Mr. Larson from Happy Gilmore. Like just this, that too. this just mammoth, like just, just wearing the shirt. Guns don't kill people. I kill people. <laughs> and, and that, like, so you look at it now. You've got the grief line, and they're going to be able to play together way more frequently because you have a line now that you can employ Tyson Jost, Brandon Duhame, Nick Delorier. Like they're going to fight people just out of pure boredom. Uh, in being out on the ice, it it's gonna be like, it's not gonna necessarily be as as good defensively, maybe, but maybe they will. But for one thing, they're going to be super annoying to play against. We don't see Boston again this year, do we? I don't think so. I don't think we do. Played them twice. Oof. I was gonna say if we do, Deloria cave Trent Frederick's face. It. This is this is a guy that's gonna go out and knock out some teeth. And he can he can play too. Like I, we're talking about here, himself deprecating. Like he, there's no one in the NHL that's just strictly enforcer anymore. Mm-hmm. Like you got to be able to play at least a little bit. There's no more like Paul Bisnets in the NHL. It just doesn't happen. You, like you only have so many people you can put on the team. You, you got to be able to do something, chip yep. it out. And that's what I've heard about Deloria is he can he can PK, which we obviously need right now. It's uh yeah so third round pick I don't think with the, the Wild are in a good spot with their prospect pool right now that they can some of these mid round picks they can use for trades like this yeah I I agree and it it always helps when you have some uh, capital coming back your way because Jack McBain is headed to play in front of a uh, five thousand seat arena um, didn't want to leave college I mean it's I. Listen. 
I don't. I have no idea where McBain is coming from because he wants to play in the NHL. He's scared of the wild center depth, which is for the foreseeable future, Eric Sinek and Marco Rossi. Yeah. I mean, Hartman's good. He's not a, like, I'm glad he's here. Not a full-time center. That's a guy that you move to the wing when you get another center. Yep. So, I don't see where McBain is coming from on that. And, hey, have fun in Arizona, man. Like, <laughs> go get your playing time, I guess, if that's what you want. But, it's, I mean, hey, now we'd go after Ben Myers, hopefully. But, yeah, that's... And for a second, yeah, hell yeah, see ya. Like, <laughs> oh, for sure. Like, just, just give it to Judd Brackett right now. Like, I don't know if they will use it to get somebody by the time the deadline hits, but right, Bill, Billy G might use that, flip it into someone else. So certainly could. I, I would. It's a be, big asset. It honestly is. Second round picks have a ton of weight right now. Well, and, you know, you look at it, too, and uh, it looks as though they'll probably get another compensatory second-round pick, depending on uh, Joe Hansen. Yep, depending yeah. on what happens with him. If he doesn't sign, whether or not he is tendered a, a deal or not. I like that pick from the beginning, man. Yeah. I, everyone said it. Like the dra- I remember watching that draft. They had to scramble to find, like, highlights of it because <laughs> they are like, oh, this guy wasn't going to get picked till like, the end of the second round. They're like, who is so, this? But, yeah. Yeah, it's just... Whatever. Second round pick, take it back. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the asset. If he doesn't want to be here, take the asset. Maybe use it in a trade, or just give it to Judd Brackett let him do his thing. I, I honestly don't blame him for maybe not wanting to be here either, because ever since he was picked, let's be honest, a lot of fans have shit on him. Maybe, maybe too much. And yeah. He's not a bad player. That's the that's the thing. He he's probably going to be like a top four, at least a top six defenseman in the in the NHL. It's that he'll be fine. It's just the fact that a lot of people here saw the first round pick, saw him way overhyped or way overdrafted, I should say. And yeah, I I'd, I'd probably want to move on too. So yeah, yeah. Pick. it just it makes more sense to just get the fresh start. So, I think that was the uh, the old Paul Fenton. I'm smarter than everyone. Pick Polly Wally. Just couldn't uh, yeah, couldn't make it work know, here. As good as Fiala's been, we still should have gotten more for Grenland too. Yeah, we should and have. Let's not forget he traded Nino for Rask straight up. I try to forget that on almost a daily basis, but what can you do? Um. Let's uh, let's look at some potential trade targets to finish off today's episode. The trade par- the trade primer for the uh, trade deadline, what the Wild have done so far, what they could potentially do before the deadline hits. We will finish off today's episode of Lockdown Wild after this. It is that time of year once again, and your bracket has probably already gone up in flames as March Madness has fully lived up to the name this year. But if you're looking for a spot that has all the latest odds, contests, and player props, BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. 
And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your favorite sports wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. So head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. You can find it all at BetOnline, where the game starts. It's time to spring into action, and if you're looking to eat a little better or look a little better, Built Bar is here to help. Now, if you're looking for a little bit of a change of pace from your normal Built Bar routine, Built Bar Puffs are here to give you just that. If you haven't tried them yet, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best-tasting bars. Puffs are the first-ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar, they're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. As with most Built Bars, Puffs contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Line that up against your favorite candy bar, which usually has 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. If you want to get your fill of Puffs, head to Built.com right now. Use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off of your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wilds. Once again, a reminder that uh, we will be live at 2 o'clock Central Time to recap everything that either happens or doesn't happen for the Minnesota Wilds. So uh, make sure to check that out on YouTube. Live once again for the trade deadline recap here on Locked on Wilds. Seth Topol joined by Wyatt Guerin to finish things off today. Wyatt, I understand you have some trade targets that you'd I like got a to, wish list. I do. Let's do you uh, want them from coldest to hottest take. Yes, let's do that. Perfect. Okay. So, one of the things we talked about beforehand, this was a couple weeks ago, was how I really liked Radic Faxa, who plays for Dallas. They went out and got a guy like that in Delorier. Check. So, my next lukewarm. Not even lukewarm. This is, I think they'll end up doing something like this. I want, I do not want to see Jordy Ben play a playoff game for this team. I really don't. Go out, get a cheap defenseman that can play, maybe even two of them. Who cares? Just anyone but Jordy Ben. So, looking at the trade bait list, um, I really like Justin Braun from Philly. Cheat uh, makes less than two mil. From White Bear. There you go. The one of us crowd will love it. Absolutely. And he, can, he, he can play top six. I, And especially with how... I mean, our blue line got maimed this year. I mean, almost everyone's been out for stretches. So I think it would be foolish to go into the playoffs thinking that our blue line's going to be fully healthy. So I think Braun's a guy that can come in and be a stable force to be able to go into a game and just not be Jordy Ben. <laughs> and I think if you get Braun or the other guy I was looking at was Mark Pissick, who makes even less than Braun. I can play pretty much the same role. I haven't looked at the handedness or anything like that. I didn't get that deep. Just two guys that can come in, be depth, and go in and not mess anything up. Pair that with, I believe, Kalen Addison's back to healthy. 
or he should be soon. Yeah, I I think you're I think you're right there. Will be for sure. Yeah. So you want to put some scoring punch on the blue line, Addison? Do you want to play a little more sound defensively? Go get Brown or Pissick, slot him in. I think those two guys would work out very well here, especially Braun. I'd love to see Braun here. So that would be my cold, coldest take. I think they'll get a deal done for at least one defenseman. I agree. Here's my lukewarm take. The Winnipeg Jets have, from sources, have said that they're going to, they're going to be real about their, or they're going to be realists about their position right now, and they might start unloading assets. A guy I would really like to see, Paul Stastny. Get that center depth. You know, he could play the middle six. He could play... I mean, I think you put Paul Stastny between Eric, uh, Kirill and Zuccarello. You could see some good things happen. Ooh. I, I really like what he could bring to the table. I haven't looked at his contract. I know he probably makes a decent chunk of change, but you, you got to figure... Billy's looking at this center core right now. Mm-hmm. He's looking at the face-off percentage. He's like, I got to get a guy that can win a goddamn draw. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's so, and that's not like, Erickson is a great center. He can't win every draw. Ryan Hartman's playing out of position and props to him. He's having a, should have been an all-star this year. Not a natural center. And then the rest of the centers on the roster are just not going to be guys that can drive a line. And I think Paul Stat, he's getting old. I think he can. I think he has one or two more good years in him, and I think that would be. It would be wise of Billy to at least check in on his availability. The only thing that might stop him is I, trading in division teams hate doing that. But yeah, if the Jets don't see him in the playoffs, and it's a rental, I don't under. I would imagine they wouldn't care if they get assets back. So that's my. That's my. Medium hot take. Ready for the big one? Hit me with it. <clears throat> All right. Shout out Jake Jensen, Kid Jen, 10K on Twitter. Go follow him. Great hockey mind. Ricard Raquel. Ricard Raquel. Anaheim Ducks. Give me Raquel. I've been banging this guy's drum since. Oh, I. Rick. Ricky Rax is filthy. <laughs> Absolutely filthy. That's a guy you put in the top six right now and just adds that scoring punch. You want to make a run this year, you go out and get him. And I think he'd be had for a second and like a fifth. So that's where I'm at. I would love to see Billy say, screw this, we're going to get Raquel. Because Anaheim's already showed they're they're offloading... They're offloading talent right now. Yep. That's that's who I want, man. That's my. Oh, we're gonna talk about flurry too. We no. we'll we'll <laughs> navigate into that. Um, okay. okay. I I was gonna point out what a coincidence in that the Wild just got a second round pick to add to their pros or add to their uh, draft pick arsenal. What a coincidence. I don't see it, man. He, he at this point in his career, he's not. Talbot and Cockinen are 
I mean, if Fleury's here, Talbot and Cockney are right there. Like, yeah. It, it, the difference is so negligible that to give up assets, especially a first-round pick or a decent prospect, is not what this team can afford right now. Yeah, I um, I, I fully agree. I'm not I'm not on the flurry wagon myself, just because I don't view it as like it'd be one thing if you were going to go out and get, you know, somebody that's either younger that you can have on this team. Until right. Jesper Wallstead is ready, like a Thatcher Demko, that will never happen. But if you're gonna go out and make a goalie move, do something like that. It's yeah, for sure. It it's like and no team is gonna want to give up a young goalie that is showing promise. No, even Carter Hart, who struggled, he's gonna be good. Like the only way I could see a goalie being dealt to the Wild that I'd be happy with would be. John Gibson. And I still don't think the Ducks would do that. Because once again, shout out Kid Jen. John Gibson might be the best goalie in the world right now. That's a hot take, I know. That's a... And I, I'm, a, I'm a Vasilevsky guy too. And John Gibson's that good when he's on. So, I mean, if you could do some type of package with Gibson, Raquel for like... I mean, we could get really silly if we wanted to try to throw in first round. Like they got prospects to do it. So it's all a matter of what Billy, Billy sees and comes across his desk. I think, I don't think he's going to be too, he's not going to be, he's not gonna be the twins. You know, we're not going to go get Correa and right. Gary Sanchez, but it's going to be interesting. Yeah, the, there certainly are plenty of names available. And it's just, I mean, I think there's a lot of, well, Flurry beat us in the playoffs for Vegas, so why couldn't he just do the same thing? But, like, let's just, let's just for numbers' sake and for stats, I don't know where they rank. Let's just say the wild goalie tandem is 20th in the NHL right now. Is Flurry like, 18th, 17th? Yeah, it, it's so negligible that I just don't see it moving the needle. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, and I'd rather, you know, it's it has been at various points, you know, the defense has been the culprit and the team just getting, like, just straight up getting worked off the puck. Like, if you're going yeah. to do something, improve, improve the fight and the bite like they have and see if the goalie numbers improve and... Talbot has has started to rebound uh, over his last few starts. He definitely has. And, it, you know, it's so easy for people to sit back and blame the goalie. It's just something easy to do. But during that stretch, the whole team was playing like shit. Let's be honest. Yeah. It wasn't just – the goalies were, don't get me wrong, but it wasn't just there. It, it wasn't just them. It was a whole team issue. So I think – I think you just got to, in my opinion, you just say, well, these are our two guys. We're going to roll with it. Hot hand, honestly. Whoever's whoever's hot. Cam's hot right now. Yep. Give him the net. I agree fully. And uh, so we'll see how things play out here between now and the deadline. Of course, Lockdown Wild will be all over it. And we'll have uh, no shortage of reaction the rest of the week to everything that happens here at the trade deadline. So 
Now that your first listen, well, second listen of the day, second Lockdown Wild listen of the day is done, make sure to keep an eye out for our live trade deadline reaction episode coming up at 2 o'clock Central Time on YouTube. We'll recap everything that happens for the Wild and look ahead to the rest of the season as well. So make sure that you're following along with Lockdown Wilds wherever you listen to podcasts. Also follow us on social media to stay as up-to-date on Minnesota Wild news and notes as possible. Make sure to give our friend Wyatt Garen a follow uh, right there in the corner. And uh, we will continue to keep you up-to-date with everything Minnesota Wild-related. If a puck drops, if a trade happens, if big news breaks, Lockdown Wild has you covered with new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.